The following podcast contains swearing, spoilers, and it is all our own opinion. And I'm Josh, and this is Pilot Era, the show you're only listening to because you can't be watching TV right now. So, first of all, we have a bit of an apology and an explanation for you all. We sure do. Take it away, Josh. So essentially what happened was we did record a few weeks ago, and we recorded on an episode on the TV show Ghosted, and we'd done all the recording, and I'd done most of the editing, We're about 15 minutes off finishing it, and I opened it up, and the file got corrupted. So everything's gone. All the work. Yeah. We tried a bunch of stuff to try and get it back, but it's literally gone. Yes, there was always pop-up messages like, no, seriously, it's gone. Yeah. And you're like, oh, can't I? No. Mm. Trust me. Stop fucking trying. It's yeah. gone. It asked me like 50 questions, and then it's just like, oh, so this audio file is missing. Would you like it to be silent? I'm like, no. If it's anyone has thing. any other ideas, feel free to hit us up. But, yeah, basically lost the whole thing. So we've decided that we're kind of going to... Not try and re-record the same thing, because that's kind of depressing. <laughs> We're yeah. actually going to do a completely different show, but we thought we'd have a little bit of a discussion about Ghosted just to kick it off yeah. and tie that bit up. We've got lost episodes now, though, so that's like an interesting thing. <laughs> if we recover it, yeah, we can um, release it as like a special episode or something. Yeah, the lost episode. On our Patreon. <laughs> just kidding, we don't have Patreon. <laughs> do not go looking for a Patreon. <laughs> I yet, know you're all yet. jumping to, you know, donate money for us, but we don't have one yet. So. Well, maybe soon. Ah, I doubt it. <laughs> you can give us a dollar a month. Yeah, and you'll get that secret episode, <laughs> which we're actually lying about. It's actually there. We're just holding on to it. No. We were pretty pissed off. I was very annoyed. I had to just go and face plan on the bed and just stew for yeah. like two hours. Yeah, Josh didn't talk to me for two hours because he was so <laughs> mad. I was like, okay, I'm going to stay away. So what did you think of Ghosted anyway? I was crap, wasn't it, the first episode? I yeah. just remember like, it wasn't very funny. The, like, uh, footnotes, footnotes for last episode was that Ghosted was not very good. <laughs> the pacing was way too fast and the editing was way too fast. I don't know if that was a artistic choice but I didn't like it and then the jokes weren't very funny and the characters weren't very well formed and I felt like Craig Robertson and Adam, Adam Scott, Scott should have swapped roles and it would have been maybe better yeah I really like that observation you made actually because it was kind of very stereotypical the roles they got given and if they switched it would have been pretty interesting I reckon well yeah because Adam Scott is going to play the crazy one next to Craig Robertson who's going to play the straight last one mm. like I know they're trying to they might have been trying to break them out of their set roles, but, like, Craig Robinson does crazy a lot better, and Adam Scott does like, button down a yeah, lot better. and, like, deadpan comedy, like, quite sarcastic but serious. Yeah, and the yeah. only jokes I really saw in the thing was about Craig Robinson being fat. Yeah, because he's supposed to be, like, a... He was an ex-cop, but now yeah. he's a mall cop. Yeah. And so all the jokes are just about him being unfit because he's a mall cop, and it's yeah. like, oh. But that was it. I'm not, I'm not watching... What's that, Paul... What was his name? That mall cop guy? That's oh, in all Paul shitty... Blart mall cop. Oh, God. I hate that guy. <laughs> That's uh, but we heard that apparently Ghosty gets a lot better after the first episode. We haven't actually ventured past it yet, but I think we will. Oh, yeah. Just because we've heard it does get a lot better. Yeah. But we're going to have to finish the show we're going to talk about today before we can even think about watching Ghosted, I think. Yeah, I'm pretty excited. Well, we can get onto that later, but, yeah, I'm pretty excited to watch the rest of the show. That's right. We're actually doing it on Dark. We haven't said that yet. 
I'm sure you'll see it in the title. Yeah. But did you want to talk about a couple of other things before we get on to that? As always. That's what, what the people come for, isn't it? <laughs> it's my favourite part. <laughs> I just had to drag you, well, pretty much drag you away from playing this game, Super Mario Odyssey. We just got it this week. Yeah. And we've spent many an hour playing this weekend. It's so good, man. It's like, really fun. It feels like what they were building towards. Yeah. Because when I found out, when it first came out, it was like, this is a Mario game, but it's an open world Mario game, which it's it's not. It's just got bigger levels. But they pitched it like an open world Mario game. And then when the ad came out and they're like, Mario's hat's alive and you can throw it on stuff. And we were all just like, no, that sounds like the worst fucking game. Why are you doing this? But it seems like it's what the game was supposed to be and what they wanted to make it. Like, the thing about Mario games is usually they're brilliant. Like, Nintendo puts all of the effort in. I'm basically addicted to playing it now. It's, it's really fun. It's really fun. So, as you said, you can throw your hat at things and become it. So, you can become, like, the bullet bill things. You can become the Goombas. Yeah. Um, you can become rocks, zips. Yeah. And at one point, well, a couple of points now, you can become a T-Rex, which is yeah. pretty fun. The first time we could do that, that, that was pretty exciting. You can just walk around and smash rocks. Yeah. But I've heard there's only two times in the game you can do that. Which we've already done. Which we've done both, And yeah. the second time it's really annoying because it yeah. just kept sneaking up on you and then trying to eat you. Yeah, and it has a hat on, so you have to hit it... Twice, like, yeah. No, you have to hit it, like, 14 times in the face before the hat falls off. Oh. And then you can become the T-Rex for, like, 30 seconds. And then the hat's like, oh, it's too big, I can't do that. And then it just disappears. <laughs> I really like it. And it works really well on the Switch with the two remotes. Yeah. I don't know what you call those things. No. But we started playing it with the full controller, like mm. the classic controller. And we felt like we were missing out on stuff because it kept coming up with messages at the bottom, like, you know, put the controllers to the left to do yeah. a swing hat thing. And we're like, what? We can't do it. Yeah. <laughs> and so we switched to the, yeah, the two controllers. You got one in each hand. And it's, it's a bit weird to get used to at first. Yeah, I'm still not used to it. Yeah. And there's like a lot of different moves you can do and kind of combos and stuff and yeah, you can just move the controllers to throw your hat, which is pretty cool. So when you yeah. get, like, a whole bunch of enemies come up, you just, like, sort of shake them to the left and right, and then you get the hat to go, like, around you, and it's pretty cool. Yeah, I think it's really fun. And, like, I'm not very good at playing games, but I can sort of play it all right. Yeah. A few bits are quite difficult. Mm. Um, <laughs> so, I get handed the controller in your parts. Yeah. When I, when I, I don't really like trying things more than about three times. If I, yeah. have, to do, <laughs> if I have to do it more than three times, I'm like, nah, Josh, do it. And um, there was one part, though, that you couldn't do for about 20 minutes. It took a long time. Let's talk about it. So, basically, <laughs> there's a bit where you become a bullet bill. And they can't go up or down, just left and right. So, the only controls you have are left and right. And then there's a part where you have to go in, basically, a corkscrew. And when you hit a point of that corkscrew, you hit this limbo where the controller is trying to decide whether left is left or left is right. And it just keeps switching between them for, like, a few seconds. Mm. But if you run into a wall, you die. <laughs> yeah. Because the bomb explodes and then you fall in, like, acid, I guess, or something. Purple shit. And there's a time limit on it, And there's a time limit, yeah. Because if you stay as a bullet bill for too long, you it just explodes. turn back to Mario or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So and it took me, yeah, like, 30 tries mm. to do it because... Of that part, like, you hit a certain part of, like, a turn, and then it swaps left for right, like, repeatedly until it decides, and then you have to work out which is which, and then you have to do it again. 
another two times yeah. <laughs> before you get there. I don't think it's a glitch. I think it's supposed to be like that. It's to make it challenging. It's fucking hard. <laughs> yeah, I think that was way too hard. We spent so long doing it. Mm. But there hasn't really been any other bits that have been super hard. No. Nah. So I'm sure it might get a bit more difficult as it goes along. And plus there's like a the little jump glitch thing that they created accidentally, which works a treat for getting places you don't... Like if you don't want to do, say, the bullet bill thing again, you can just sort of like throw your hat and then dive on it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and throw your hat so and then dive on it. So you can jump really and then, high and yeah, keep going. You just yeah. keep going. No, it's really fun. It's great. What would you give it out of 10? Oh, like a 10. Yeah. Same. Like it does have a few little bits that I'm just like, you bastard, stop. But but every game's going to have that. Yeah, exactly. I just hope that as we get to the end, it doesn't start to get shit. Yeah. Like they've started to give up. That's really the only major curse with these big sort of games is that they've put a lot of effort into the start and then it's like pretty consistently good and then at the end there's like the little bits that just like if you stand on the wrong part of the floor you just fall because nobody's had time to check this sort of stuff. And I doubt it. I've got a really good feeling about this game and all the Switch games because I think they are actually putting a lot of effort into the Switch. Yeah. Um, Wii U kind of hit a bit of a block and I thought they just couldn't be bothered because no one was really into it. Yeah. Whereas the Switch does have quite a lot of, like, push and people are into it and buying it, and well, I a, think it's really making Nintendo kind of well, like motivated again. Yeah, it's like an HD, 3D, but yeah. it's like a portable console as well. Exactly, yeah. We so haven't had anything like that before console. from um, Nintendo, so... It's like the P- No, the PSP was... Oh, you couldn't plug that into your TV, could you? No. So that was just, like, a... Yeah. Portable thing. But they didn't make very many things and it was very, very expensive and like... Yeah, it was like $1,000 or something when it first make, came out. they didn't make heaps of games. Yeah. So... Yeah, you don't see anyone carrying PSPs anymore. You didn't see anybody carrying a PSP when they came out. Yeah. They were like... It was like... It was one of those things you saw rich businessmen... Yeah. You know, like in their 30s carrying around because they're the only ones that could, could have bought them. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, no, but yeah, the Nintendo Switch is sweet. Like, now that we've got... Two games, it's a bit better than a just whole, having the a one game. Two games, yeah. <laughs> but I kind of want to buy Mario Kart. I know you're saying it's the same. Well, well, it is the same. It's Mario Kart 8, it's the same. I know, but I still think it would be fun to play it on Switch. Then we should be playing it like normal. Different controller, though. <laughs> That's not a good reason to buy a game. I guess. And apparently they've got a Mario Party in the works, so I'm excited to see what they do with that. Yeah, end of next year, I think. Because that would be pretty cool. Get pumped for it. Yeah, I'm pumped to play some more Super Mario Odyssey later. Yep. So we watched a movie this week. We seem to be watching a lot of movies lately. I know. We always say we don't watch movies, and then every podcast we're like, we watch 20 movies. Well, we have two weeks to watch one movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, we watched Train Spotting 2 this week. What did you think of it? I really liked it. It was as good as the first one, I thought. It was really good. Pretty fucked up. Yep, but that's not, what you want. Not as fucked up nah. as Trainspotting 1, but Trains, I can't call it Trainspotting 1, as Trainspotting. Still in that realm. But it's because they're not super into drugs in this one, so you don't have all like the crazy drug scenes. But or I feel the like pedophilia it was more, or the yeah, glassing. Yeah, I feel like it was quite violent, this one as well. Well, the first one was violent with the whole glassing thing. Yeah, but it wasn't as in your face. Like no. they have a bit of a fight. <laughs> In, like, the bar, and then the guy chases him with, like, an axe and shit. But it's not, like, super graphic like the first one was. Yeah. 
Um, it was pretty funny when that young girl from the first movie came back as the lawyer. <laughs> and you're like, who's that again? I'm like, that's the, the school girl that he, was, that he brought home from the club that time. And you're like, oh, shit. <laughs> and she's like their lawyer in this one. Yeah, she's the lawyer. So bad. And she says, that is friend's girlfriend. He's like, oh, she's a bit young for you, isn't she? Yeah. Geez. Jesus Christ. I think she was like 15 or something in, in the first movie. Well, she's in high school. Yeah. So 15, 16. <laughs> so weird. Be yeah, a really good movie. Brought back all the same characters. Yeah, why not? That's what people wanted. They want a different thing. No, of course not. Our mate from elementary, Jamie Lee Curtis, is that his name? Jamie Lee Curtis. Who's Jamie Lee Curtis? <laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis like in um like in Panic Room. And... Oh my god! Yeah. What's his name? Johnny Lee Miller. Oh, Johnny Lee Miller. <laughs> and Jamie Lee Curtis. Where did that come from? It's kind of like you know a J and then a double, a double. They just name. they just have Lee in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> double ba- double barreled names beginning with J. I always get those confused. <laughs> that was embarrassing. That's alright, we'll just put it in the podcast and send it out to the internet. It's fine. <laughs> I really like him in Train Spotting. I kind of forgot that that was him in, in the first movie. Yeah. Um, because I hadn't watched Elementary when I first watched the first one, obviously. Yeah. And he's just like a completely different character. Mm. Which is really cool. He's a good actor. Because I don't is. think I've really seen him in anything. No. And he's really good. I don't see him in much. I just, like, he plays bit roles and stuff, like random stuff, and you're like, oh, there he is. Yeah. <laughs> But I loved how uh, in this we could tell which tattoos belonged to him and yeah. which ones were just like <laughs> part of the. Because we we always asked each other like, do you reckon his tattoos are real? And I always said yes because redrawing those tattoos every time is a pain in the fucking ass. It just seems because it's kind of weird in elementary that he has tattoos. I guess he did used to be a junkie, but it doesn't seem to fit his character. But I guess him in real life, he's got tattoos. Yeah, so it's easier to just, like... Just have them and just be like, okay, well, that's a thing. Yeah, and he does them himself in elementary, so it's like... Yeah. So he's a junkie in both movies. Or yeah. ex-junkie. Yeah. Typecasting. Yeah, a thin a thin man from England. <laughs> he's cool. Anything else on train spotting too? I'm Go glad we finally it. watched it. Yeah, I'm glad, really glad we finally watched it. Yeah, it's been burning a hole in our side table for a very long time. Yep, one of those DVDs that we've just had, like, sitting around. I think we're kind of getting through them, though, but we've still got, like, Kubo, Tusk. Yep. Uh, Whip, like a Whiplash, Whiplash, The Martian. Yeah, we'll get through them eventually. Yeah. Give us another three months. I think the difference now is that we've just stopped buying them, so it's not as daunting. So we're getting through them. Yeah, well, as we said previously, we're trying to save money, so... Yep. Not going to JB Hi-Fi is a good thing. It's really all we can do. Well, I did buy Super Mario Odyssey from JB Hi-Fi. You did, yes. But it wasn't that expensive, though. But can't be mad about that because I'm addicted to it. Yeah, it's worth the money. Yeah. <laughs> TV? TV. What garbage have you been watching recently? <laughs> uh, it's actually garbage. Like, I actually hate it. <laughs> Zumbo is just desserts. Oh, God. So this was played on, like, Channel 9 or something a while ago. Got really bad ratings. I think they managed to play a whole season, but I don't think they're going to get renewed. No. But it's on Netflix now, if you're interested. It's basically three hosts with the combined personality of a shoe (laughs) presenting a Willy Wonka, in inverted commas, cooking show. Yeah. 
And it's really over the top with the whole Willy Wonka thing. They're trying to make out Zumbo was this like crazy kooky dessert man. It's like, nah, he's just some boring dude. He's so uncharismatic. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, seriously though. And they paired him up with, what's her name? Rachel Koo. Rachel Koo. And she's terrible as well. She's not good. (laughs) She's very, very beautiful and she's a good cook, but Mm. she doesn't have much television presence. And then they've got some other weird chef that's like a chef that works with Zumbo. Yeah. Who goes round and she basically just tells them how much time they have left. That's really all I've seen her do. And just goes round and goes, what are you doing? Yeah. And she doesn't have any personality either. They're all so flat all the time. The only difference, like, Zumbo smiles the whole time, but he doesn't really actually emote. No. (laughs) And his voice is so (laughs) one-tone. Yeah. It's so weird. Rechka is so bitchy all the time. And that's her role, I assume. But the way that they don't bounce off each other, it seems like she's just actually being a bitch. (laughs) Yeah. They have zero chemistry. Yeah. I don't know who thought it was a good idea to put them in the same show. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, let's also get a hot person to tell them what time it is and like snub up their nose at what order they put things in their moose or whatever. Well, I think that's what they went for. They were like, oh, Zumbo is pretty fucking boring, isn't he? Yeah. He's not attractive. He has no personality. Like, yeah, he's great at making desserts, but that's it. So let's get two hot women to host with him, and that'll make the show. Yeah. No, it doesn't work. But then they take these people with nothing going on and put them in this place. <laughs> <laughs> making desserts is not good television, because a lot of making desserts is just standing around waiting for things to freeze or cook in the oven. Yeah. And so they make this pretty much could be a 15-minute show into a one-hour episode, and it's done by just doing slow-motion shots of, like, whisking. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, pouring cream over things. Like, gratuitous shots of just, like... And whenever something, like, someone's dessert falls over, it's so slow. And it's like... <laughs> and then when it hits, they have the... sound. Yeah. And it's just a piece of cake, like, going... Like yeah. that. <laughs> it takes ten minutes. They just try and make it so dramatic by putting all these slow-motion shots in. And you're like, come on, just get on with it, like... I just want to see them fail at making the Zumbo dessert. Yeah, drop a crock and bush or just fuck off. Like, I'm so bored. It's pretty funny when they have to try and make these crazy Zumbo desserts, though, because they literally cannot. Yeah. And so you're just watching these two people fail to make this <laughs> dessert. Why aren't they, like, desserts he takes, he spends days on? And they're like, yep, yeah, four hours, make this fucking thing. And he's yeah. just like, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> yeah. It's like a 20-layer cake inside of an egg. Yeah. Like a huge... <laughs> A huge crock and bush with these, like, one-meter hearts on top, like, balanced. Weird. Anyway, I hate it, but I still keep watching it. It just... The juxtaposition of their personalities in that place is the only thing that makes me moderately interested in watching it. It is weird. It's It's really weird weird vibes. So it's pretty funny. Don't watch it. (laughs) What'd you give it out of ten? A Zumbo Uh... personality out of ten. Probably give it a five, because it's not like I think it's... Like, I find it entertaining in a way. It's well-produced and well-made and stuff. Yeah, they've chucked heaps of money into that shit, and no one watched it, and everyone just was like, this is crazy, like, Zumbo's such a weirdo. Yeah. (laughs) And then they're like, oh, orcs, we just spent $3 million producing the show. One big thing that we have done wasn't last weekend, was it? Yeah, it was last weekend, when we had all that crazy rain. It was. We went to the Tidy Expo. We did go to the Melbourne Tattoo Expo. How was that? <laughs> I loved it. I thought it was great. Um, I've never been before, as I said on the podcast. Mm. 
Only been outside. Just outside. Which doesn't count. Yeah. I haven't been at all. No. I haven't even been outside. No. You're behind me. I'm winning. That's right. You've been to two. <laughs> but it's basically just an ex- expo room just full of tattoo artists doing live tattooing. Mm. They've got all their flash books, like all their artwork, cards, stickers that you can take. And it's just a way to kind of find new tattoo artists, I guess. Like, that's yeah. what I got from it. I ended up getting quite a few business cards of potential artists for my next tattoos. Yeah. It was very interesting. There's some some really interesting artists that you wouldn't just really find. Just around. Yeah. It was a good place to just find a lot at the same time. Yeah, Cause all like, on the spot. Like, the best way that we found to find artists other than this is on Instagram. Yeah, Because exactly. it's just pictures of their art and their tattoos. But sometimes you can be in there for ages mm. and you're still looking at the same four people. Exactly. So it was really good. And to see everybody, like, smashing out live tattoos and good quality live tattoos mm. and every booth is someone getting tattooed was awesome. It's good to be on the other side for once. Yeah. And the smell was, like, kind of intoxicating because, like, that antiseptic smell makes you want to get a tattoo. Well, the thing was that we couldn't... We were walking around and we were both just sort of, like, basically chewing our arms off, just being <laughs> like, I want to get a tattoo today. And I said to Kate, the only reason I haven't jumped over somebody's bench and, like, lied, laid down in any empty chair is just because I can't smell the antiseptic, which, if you've got a few tattoos, that smell <laughs> is usually the thing that kicks me over the edge mm. for getting one. And then we walked through a certain part and this huge waft of the antiseptic smell just started smacking us in the face and we were both just dying. It's like, ah. Uh, we, we had to leave. Yeah, it's just the smell of a tattoo shop, just yeah. like clean antiseptic. Yeah, so good. Yeah. I'm just thinking about it now and I'm like, ah, uh, I want to get a tattoo. Yeah. <laughs> well, i got to go give um, Kane his Christmas present next week, so mm-hmm. I might just maybe get a little sneaky walk-in if he's free. A sneaky walk-in? I don't know. We'll see. But yeah, heaps of tattoo artists, also international artists as well from like New Zealand, Bali, and the US. Yep. Who uh, who gave you a little a little talking to? Oh, it was we there. a little talking to. That sounds like I got in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who spoke to you? Who addressed you while we were there? Well, what there piece was... of tattoo royalty <laughs> addressed you? There was two artists there from Ink Master, which we've spoken about a lot on the the show. Uh, so Clean Rock One was there. Yep. From season, I don't even know what season, but he's been on a couple of seasons. Three times he's been robbed. Of yeah. Being so he's come second like twice mm. by himself and then in a pair. Yeah, he came like fifth or sixth yeah. or something. And then he came back and did all those. He just loves being on Ink Master. He's on Redemption more like than Redemption anybody. Redemption. And... They just call him back and they're just like, yeah, can you help this dickhead <laughs> give somebody a tattoo? And yeah. he's like, yep. And yep. then the person's like, yeah, I don't want to get a tattoo from anybody. And Colleen's like, okay, I'll just go home, get back on a plane. Been here for 12 minutes. He just loves it. He loves being on Ink Master. Um, so we saw him tattooing. He was tattooing some, like, huge guy. Yeah. Who was just covered. And I don't know, even, couldn't really see. Was he doing, like, a skull or something? Yeah, it was, like, a skull and crossbones, I think. Yeah. He does a lot of really, like, old school, like... New school. 90s. No, but, like, old school, new school. Yeah, exactly. Like, 90s, like 90s new, new school. school. Yeah. yeah. So a lot of, like, hot rod stuff and, like, ghoul faces with, like, tongues and weird eyes and shit. Yeah, hot roddy. Yeah. Shit. So I saw him tattooing and he, like, looked over and looked right at me and was like, 
hi, how are you going? And I was like, I'm good, how are you? <laughs> <laughs> so that was pretty exciting. But he was pretty much like, he was just tattooing and then every like few minutes or so, he'd just look up and look at someone and be like, hey, how are you going? Yeah. And that was like his bit, you know, he was but, doing his bit. But he did it to you. I know, it was pretty exciting. <laughs> and we got like a little sticker from him, like off his bench. Um, and next to him was Ryan Ashley Malaki. The current ink master. Yeah, she's the first female ink master. Well, only so far. Mm-hmm. She does a lot of black and grey. Fine line, black fine and grey sort of thing. Yeah, like very feminine, like beadwork, lace work kind of stuff. Lots of white highlights. Very, very beautiful work. And she was doing like this hand piece. Mm-hmm. On a woman, which looked really nice. It had a little cat in it as well, actually. It did have a little cat in it. Yeah. So that was really lovely. She didn't... We didn't talk to her, though. No. And then we got to see her eating. Yeah. She's a human. <laughs> She's a human. It's amazing. Yeah, Josh was pretty um, overwhelmed by seeing Ryan, I think. <laughs> well, it was Ryan and Clean, and they were right there. Oh, no. It was pretty... Yeah, it was pretty cool. Uh, it kind of feels like it wasn't real. Yeah, it feels like we watched it on TV. Yeah. Yeah. Because we, we watch them all the time. All the time. Like, we're currently watching Ryan at the moment because she's on Angels, Ink Master Angels. Yeah. And she's so fucking gorgeous. Like, <laughs> she's amazing. And she looked really beautiful, even though she was just, like, in, like, trackies and a hoodie or whatever. Yeah. And, like, she still had makeup on, but less than she usually would. Like, when she's on Ink Master and Angels, she mm. dresses up to the nines, like, you know, cocktail dress and heels and yeah. full makeup and hair and stuff. But she still looked absolutely beautiful just wearing, like, you know. Sure did. Yeah, it was awesome. And I'm basically famous now. Yeah. Because somebody who did one of my tattoos tattooed Clean Rock 1. I couldn't believe that when I saw that. Oh, old, uh, you can check out my mate Paul. Old Paul Dickfish Nguyen, if you want to have a look at that. Um, I'm not being offensive. <laughs> That's actually Dickfish's nickname. Um, so you can look him up on the grams if you like. <laughs> All he does is fish tattoos yeah. that have dicks as heads. As heads. And origami. Yeah, and origami. And, and occasionally uh, some kind of vagina piece as well. Yeah. I don't know. He's a, he's a fun guy to get tattooed by. He's a bit of a larrikin. Yeah, he's a nice guy. So, if you like dicks and fish... Did you see the one that he actually did on clean? Yeah. So it was just a dick fish? It's a goldfish, yeah. It's a oh, dick okay. Fish. Just a classic. Classic dick fish, yeah. <laughs> now, that's so cool, though. Like, imagine he must have been so honoured that he got to do that. Yeah. His artwork is on clean rock one. Yeah. And his his artwork, like his yeah. trademark thing yeah. is on clean like rock one. Like what he does. Yeah. Imagine oh, how good you'd feel. A uh, little disclaimer, I do not have a dick fish. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Um. <laughs> <laughs> no, he does. It's got a huge one on his bum cheek. That yeah, no that's right. Seen. And it's going into. Oh, <laughs> Josh! <laughs> You're gonna cut that out, mate. If you are gonna bring up that, I'm gonna just take it. Whatever. We're just gonna run with this. Uh, so talking about tattoo shows. Yeah. Obviously, we're talking about Ink Master, which I think is the well, obviously the biggest tattoo competition show yeah, what, on television. What season are they? Nine. They're going into. Yeah, or ten or, or 10. something. Yeah. I actually realised that there's a lot more tattoo shows that I didn't know about. Yep. I turned on TV the other day and this show called Best Ink was on. It was literally the exact same format as Ink Master. Like the flash challenge, the main challenge. You get like an advantage and everything. And the host was also another famous musician. So Dave Navarro is the host of Ink Master. Let's do this comparison. <laughs> they got fucking...
Pete Wentz from Fall Out Boy Pete Wentz. to host Bestie. <laughs> There's a reason that he's not a front man because he's a good looking dude, right? He could be a front man of a band, yeah. but he has zero personality, and that's why he's a bass player. No offense. Yeah, thanks. And Patrick Stump is the fucking front man of Fallout Boy. Yeah, but neither of them are the front man. But Patrick Stump does, he sings and he plays guitar, and he is technically the front man. But I've never seen him do an interview. Actually, yeah, Pete Wentz does do a lot of Fall Out Boy um, promotional stuff. Yeah. But I think it's just because he's, like, the good-looking one or whatever. It's a weird, it's a weird thing. Even though he's not even that good-looking anymore. Like, he used to be... He just looks like a fan. Like, eight years ago. He's like a bit, bit of a chubby emo kid that you would have known. <laughs> but I just love Pete Wentz's part on this show. Because all he does is state facts. Mm. He's the narrator yeah. of the show. And all he does is he doesn't give an opinion, not one time. About three episodes in, because he doesn't come in until season two, right? Yeah. About three episodes into season two, I reckon somebody said to him, move your hands more. Because he just starts doing a full Ricky Bobby Talladega Nights, like, <laughs> like, I don't know what to do with my hands, just like flinging them around everywhere yeah, all the time. Weird. He's always got them up. Yeah. <laughs> so ob- yeah, obviously someone's told him, like, you've got to put more into it, put more expression into it. And he thinks that putting your hands up makes it look like you're putting emotion into what you're saying. Yeah. Um, yeah, terrible host. <laughs> but he's not hes not even a judge. No, he doesn't even give many opinions at all. He doesn't all. give any opinions at all. He just states fact. Because they're just like, oh, the judges didn't like your tattoo. And you're like, I know, Pete. You know, I've been this. I think they just had to have that element of it, you know, like in Master. Somebody famous. But, you know, when you're saying that Dave Navarro is more cool than you, then, you know, you've got issues. Yeah, that's right. I love Dave Navarro. I know you do. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just looked up at the sky and... <laughs> One hand on your heart, one palm up. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I also got into another tattoo show last night. Like, I was I was actually trying to find Best Ink on YouTube. Yeah. And I couldn't find it, but I found this other show called Tattoo Titans. Yeah. Which is, like, if, if Best Ink is, like, the budget version of Ink Master, <laughs> Tattoo Titans is, like, the fucking discount on the fucking $2 shelf. <laughs> Ink Master, just it was shit. <laughs> the tattooists, two tattooists, they got on there. Some of them couldn't even tattoo. No. I sent you that photo. What that woman did, it was like a book with a pocket watch. I'm, I think I'm gonna post it on our Instagram because yeah, it's it. terrible. It's like <laughs> so good. it's like one of those tattoos that you see on those bad tattoo Instagram pages, you yeah. know, where everyone's like goes on there to laugh and be like, oh, I can't believe that dickhead got that tattoo on. Yeah. Like it was bad. <laughs> She got eliminated, of course, but... Oh, man. I felt so bad for the person that has to live with that forever. It's weird watching these shows now, though, because the artwork has imp- like artwork and tattooing has improved so vastly, just in oh, general. Yeah. Just the baseline of yeah. a good tattoo is so much higher than it used to be then. So they bring up stuff, and we're just like, whoa. And they're just like, best tattoo of the day. And you're like, motherfucker, what? <laughs> this looks like... This was only like... A piece what? of shit. <laughs> I think these shows came out maybe five to seven years ago. Yeah. And in that small amount of time, like, tattooing has just, yeah, as you said, Mm. just taken off and improved so much. And you just can't do shit tattoos anymore because there's so much competition. There's so many tattoo artists. If you're not up to scratch, you're not going to make any money. Yeah. So everyone's just at such a high standard now. Good. Yeah. (laughs) No, it's good for the future of tattooing because I think, well, already it's a lot more acceptable than it used to be. And at this current rate, with the improvements in artistic ability and stuff, it's just going to get more and more acceptable and, yeah. Tattoo life, yo! <laughs> I was talking about tattoos, like we know what we're talking about. <laughs> we got them. That's, 
Yeah, I spent thousands of dollars on them. Yeah, that's right. I can have an opinion. <laughs> you yes, you can. You can say that it's wrong, guys, but she's allowed. <laughs> so the difference between this tattoo show and the other ones yeah. is that there's only four people an episode, right? And yeah. And they all they do one challenge at a time, and then they get rid of one. Yeah, it's not like go. a seasonal, like whole season of like twelve people that goes down to one and wins. It's like mm. one episode, one person wins. Yeah, and they get ten grand. Yeah. Which is actually not that bad, because I think Ink Master, you only win 100000 Yeah. But you get a whole bunch of other stuff as well. Like, you get to tattoo and this famous shop, and you get, like, a spread in Ink Magazine or whatever. Yeah. I think Best Ink, they've got Flash money. Yeah. So, like, if you win the Flash Challenge, you get a bit of money that you can take home. Is that right? Yeah. But you also you also win, like, a hundred grand if you win, I think. Yeah, yeah, on top of that. Mm. Yeah, Flash Cash, that's it. Yeah. It's like RuPaul's Drag Race. Like, throughout that, you win stuff as well. Yeah. Like, if you win certain challenges, you get, like, three wigs by Vanity or, yeah, like, the, this the, the big brother. jeweled gown or whatever. Yeah, and then you get to take it home at the end. Yeah, it's the big brother thing. So, you like, people want to go on because they're actually going to get something out of it. Yeah. It's no like, oh, what. you won a one-week holiday to Bali if you yeah. were on Big Brother. Big brother. <laughs> oh, man, I miss Big Brother. Yeah, so that one's a... Every episode's different people. So, I'll go for the main difference between Best Ink and Ink Master. Is Pete that, Wentz. Is, there's Pete Wentz. But they all live in the house together like that, and it's like every episode, like, somebody goes home, whatever. Yeah. But the main difference is that in Ink Master, they film all the fighting, and then they put that yeah. as the cuts. Yeah. And in Best Ink, it's just them, like, palling around, like, eating dinner yeah. and stuff. <laughs> and then it goes to, like, competition time. It's like, I don't want to watch this. I don't care about that. I really don't care about the drama that much. But it just makes it a really weird show. It's not like people are fighting about their artwork. It's just literally just like... Being friends and being, then suddenly yeah. competition. Best friends! Best friends! I'm going to fucking boot you! <laughs> best friends! It doesn't make sense. Well... And I know that Ink Master, that's like chopped together. I understand that they're not yeah. fighting like 24 hours a day. But we were looking up when Ink Master and Best Ink came out. Mm. They actually came out pretty much, I think, in the same year, like 2012. And Best Ink got cancelled and Ink Masters obviously continued. Yeah. And I think that's why, though. Yeah. Because people fucking love drama. Like, you can say as much as you want that you only watch reality shows for the tattoos or for the clothes or, you know, whatever. But everyone loves watching a bit of drama and I love it. (laughs) I love all the relationships that happen and, like, rivalries and stuff. Well, there wasn't really any relationships until the last few. Yeah. But I think that really improves the show because then you've got yeah, a different aspect. you loved aspect. it after that. You loved it. You've got a different aspect to it and it just kind of breaks it up a bit. But I really, I really think that's why Ink Master continued how it did just because of, yeah, all the actual conflict and stuff. Yeah, they just on. knew how to make a show. Exactly. You watch. can't just have like a one-dimensional tattoo competition. Like you've got to have more to it. Without that stuff, you don't have investments in people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's more what it was about. Exactly. It was just about like these people are good. Yeah, and it and gets you root, <clears throat> rooting for someone, not just on my artwork, but, you know, because you think they're cool or yeah, hot or whatever. <laughs> Tommy Helm for life. <laughs> it was so funny how your mum today was like, I want to go to the US and get tattooed by that bald guy. <laughs> and she was talking about Tommy from Ink Master. It's like, oh, Shaz. I love Tommy. Yeah. He's, and so does my mum, apparently. <laughs> Imagine if we saw Tommy, like, I'd cry. I, yeah, I'd leave. I wouldn't be, I gotta I wouldn't, leave the tattoo expo. Oh, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be doing that. <laughs> I couldn't do that. Don't meet uh, your heroes, mate. Don't meet them. I think he'd be alright, though, in, in real life. He'd be so lovely. That would be the issue. You'd just cry. Yeah, I'd be some sort of wuss. Tell me I love you. Oh, oh my god. I'm sleepy. Mate, we're, 
not even through the first segment yet. I know. Well, I had to drive to Frankston and back today to see Billy. We do have to go see Billy. Just so beautiful. Just so big. <laughs> oh, I got such a bad allergic reaction. I know this is going off topic, but... We, we but don't really have topics. My arms, like from where she licked and sort of nicked me with her claws, I just had all these bumps all over my arms. And like I was sneezing, my eyes were hurting, my nose was running. I thought you were going to die. I couldn't believe you were able to drive. <laughs> the whole time, just like, no, I'm fine, I'm fine. <coughs> just like, dying. <laughs> but then I'm just, you know, cuddling her and like nuzzling my face all over her. And yeah, she got me bad. Classic Kate. Worth it though. Worth it? So worth it. She's beautiful. It's all that matters. She did kind of scratch me. There's that one scratch that I got from her. She can't help it. Yeah, she can't put her little claws away yet. But it's not as as bad as the one right next to it that Ophelia gave you. Yeah, but that was because <laughs> I was because I was annoying her last night. <laughs> <laughs> she was just trying to like just chill out, and I was poking her, so she scratched me. Well deserved then. Yeah, it's hot in here. It is hot. Might open the window. couldn't open the window because there's too much noise so <laughs> let's continue should we move on to our main event yeah why not dark dark Überraschung. so this is actually a german show yeah but a netflix original came out this year it's got an 8.8 out of 10 on imdb well deserved yeah i'll just read the synopsis a family saga with a supernatural twist set in a German town where the disappearance of two young children exposes the relationships among four families. Doesn't really explain much about it, but <laughs> why did we watch this? I believe that you saw an advertisement for it somewhere. Is that right? Well, I saw it advertised on Netflix, like it kept coming up. Yeah. And the picture for it on Netflix actually looked pretty interesting because it's just like this cave thing with like a kid standing there that looked really like yeah, ominous. Yeah, a weird raincoat. <laughs> this weird yellow creepy raincoat. Yeah. Um, no, but actually my colleague told me that he'd watched the first episode mm-hmm. and thought it was really interesting. He told me it was like about a missing kid and it had supernatural elements and that's basically all I needed to hear. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, yep. And then <laughs> Sounds I good. stopped listening to him and then... <laughs> <laughs> and then I left work and... <laughs> so, based on the pilot, would you continue watching it? So, I've been dying basically since we watched the pilot to yep. watch the rest of it. Same. But because we're true artists and we're true to our art form, <laughs> we have not watched it. Oh no, I'm losing my mind. I just want to keep watching it. Like, it's super intriguing. Yeah. You don't really know what's going on. No, but not in the kind of way where you're like, oh, fuck this. This is going to be too... Like, you want to know. Exactly. You don't, It's like, oh, it's going to be too long until I find anything good out. And you're just like, no, just give me give me something. Give me anything. Yeah. I'll take, I'll take <laughs> one clue an episode. Like, I don't care. Yeah. But I think it's going to start picking up quite quickly because there's only 10 episodes. It's a 10-episode season, which... Is great. Yeah. I love a 10-episode season. What? (laughs) (laughs) Especially for these kind of mystery-based shows. Like, you know, I have to sit through fucking 24 episodes of PLL to find out who A is and then it's, you know, no one. Yeah. So to have a mystery show that's this short I think is really a really good choice. You feel like they finished it before they started. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. they fully wrote it out and they've planned it. Yeah. And it's going to be good, and there's going to be some twists. I've got a feeling there's going to be some good twists, and I'm excited for that. And that's good. 
I actually read a couple of things today, which I probably won't mention to you because it's a little bit spoilery. Okay. So I think it's going to, yeah, pick up on the sci-fi supernaturally element right. in the next couple of episodes, which will be really cool. Did you want to talk about the general plot? Um, I don't remember the general plot. I gave you the synopsis to read. Yeah, I read it. <laughs> I forgot. Well, it's not all that complicated. It's just, well, it is complicated, but the general plot is not. No. It's this German town, and it seems to have a history of kids disappearing. So you find out that this kid, Eric, has gone missing. No one really knows what's happened, and there's always missing posters everywhere. There's the main cop who works in this town, obviously. You find out his brother went missing 33 years ago as well. So it's like no one really knows what's going on. There's this weird cave that's kind of supernaturally, and... The kids who all live in the town, the group of friends, they go to this cave to go and find the guy Eric's drugs that apparently have been hidden there. So he's gone missing. They're like, let's go find these drugs so we can sell them and make some money. While they're there, they hear this roaring from the cave and they all just end up running away. One of the kids falls over, has a hallucination of like... His dad's dad. blood. Yeah, so his dad's killed himself and he's hallucinating his dad. He's actually just recently returned to school because he was in a psychiatric ward. Mm. He trips over and falls, gets up, keeps running, realises that he's lost one of his friends, like this little kid. Yeah. He's gone missing. So that's the third person that's gone missing. So you've got the cop's brother who went missing 33 years ago, the redhead kid Eric in all the missing posters, and now this little kid who's just gone missing in the first episode. Yeah. So they go on like a search for him. They can't find him for a while. Then they end up finding this body. It looks like the size of a kid, like a small child. And it's the cop's son, right? That's well, missing? they haven't said that. No, it's not the cop's son. Oh, it's someone else. Yeah, he says that it's not his son. Oh, no, no, no. But the, the kid that went missing is the cop's son. Yeah, the kid that went missing. Yeah, so the cop's like running. He's like, ah, oh, my kid. I think it's Mikael or something. And he's like, this isn't Mikael. Yeah. And so you kind of think that it's his brother. You know, I actually thought that he said that. Like, it's not Mikael, it's my brother. But I think I imagine that. Right. Because when I said to my colleague, like, yeah, it's his brother. He was like, no, they didn't say that. I just kind of assumed. Well, I thought it was his brother. Because they have that photo of his brother and they have the same haircut. Well, it must be, right? Yeah, and there's hints about it being a time travel thing, so I just assumed that it was his brother. Oh, so you do know it's a time travel thing? Yeah, it says it in the thing. And the start of the show is like, all times exist, the past, present, and future oh. all exist at the same time. Ooh, oh, the Einstein And quote. I was like, fucking... Yeah, so I think this corpse because the corpse looks fresh as and that's why they're like it's Mikkel yeah but it's not so it must be his brother and it's kind of like done some weird time traveling thing and that's why the corpse still looks fresh yeah that's what I assumed yeah that must be what it is that's the main plot really oh and And also the dad who killed himself leaves a letter yeah and then some old old lady steals it I think it's his mum isn't it I thought it was his mum but she's like estranged from their family or whatever yeah so he leaves this note he's like don't open it until 10 13 on this date yeah and she opens it and you don't really see what it is no she just freaks out so that's another mystery there's a lot of like inter-character relationships going on that oh are a little God, bit confusing so mixed there's like okay so there's the guy whose dad killed himself and his mum is sleeping with the cop mm-hmm. whose wife is the principal of the school mm-hmm. and her Two sons are friends with all these people. Yeah. That like all the kids. Like that group is her son and her sons. 
and the crazy guy and his best friend and his best friend's girlfriend who obviously he's in love with and mm-hmm. she's in love with him. But while he was in the mental hospital, like yeah, his best friend got his with best her. friend got with her. So there's that. And then his best friend's mum owns the hotel. Yes. And the older child of the principal is in love with this girl who is whose daughter was one of them, like just one of their daughters. Is she the one that was holding the drugs when they went to the town? When they went to the tunnel? Yeah. Yeah. And she's someone's daughter. It's pretty, yeah. It's like almost incestuous because everybody's just too interconnected at the moment. Well, I think it's one of those, like, oh, it's but a it's, small town. Yeah, it's a small town. Yeah, but they have fucking each other. and Yeah, but they have all the... I understand that, but they have all the parents come to that parent-teacher meeting. And there's, there's a few of them. Like, it's, it's still a big enough town that it's a bit weird that these people have so much overlap. Yeah. And, like, at the end when they come out and Mikhail is missing... And they all come out and they, like, hug their parents to, like, reinforce, like, who's who and mm-hmm. what's happening. And you're just like, oh, ew. Like... <laughs> you almost have to, like, pause it. Yeah. But like, okay, so that kid's hugging that adult, so that's their parent. Mm. And that, that adult's having a weird glance with that parent, so they're fucking. Yeah. And it's like, what is going on? Yeah. But I'm sure it will get more clear as it goes along. Exactly. But I like... I kind of... I kind of like it. Mm. Because... They've given you the skeleton so early, so yeah. you don't have to be like, oh, that's that, oh, that's this, yeah, oh. Yeah. They're just like, here is the interconnectedness of it. Like, use your fucking brain. Yeah. And you're like, oh. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a total, like, European show thing. Like, if this was a US show, there is no way they would make it that complicated. Yeah. No way. No, not, they wouldn't not just in make... one episode. In, yeah. like, if you got three seasons in, and then you have to learn, like, who's who and what's happening in everybody's name. Like, I don't know everybody's name, but... From their faces, I know who's who now, and they give, but they give you this interconnected web. End of episode one. Mm. It's built mm, exactly, which is just like that's yeah. In a lot of shows, that takes two, three seasons. Exactly. In the in the first episode of American Show, everyone's always like, "Oh, my brother Paul, please meet my girlfriend Stacy and yeah. her best friend." And you're just like, "Fuck!" Can you stop telling me who everyone is? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I know who everyone is. I'm yeah. not stupid. We can use we can use context clues to find <laughs> yeah. to establish relationships. Yeah. Yeah. This show does it really well. It's just they don't say anything directly. Oh, or... we should we should probably point out. Obviously, this is a German show, and it is in German. Yeah. On Netflix, you can either watch it dubbed or with subtitles. We yep. chose to go dubbed. Well, it was already dubbed. Like, when we started playing it, we didn't have to change the settings. It was just set to dubbed. Yeah. But I have the same thing, because I, I watch quite a bit of anime. Yeah. And you always have the same fight with people. <laughs> and I like dubbed. Come at me, bro. Come at me. Just because sometimes when the story gets quite convoluted and they use, especially anime, they use a lot of their own terms. And if you don't know what that is and you're reading it, you're just like, I don't know what's happening. Yeah. I'm lost. Fucking who knows. And like, there's a lot of made-up words and all that sort of stuff. And I'm thinking, this is going to have a lot of names. And yeah. it's probably going to be a lot of names we're going to have to remember. Mm-hmm. And also, it's German names, so it's not like we're going to be familiar with them all. Exactly. Um, there are a lot of characters, and as we said, a lot of relationships. So it's going to be hard to follow if you have to keep looking at the subtitles. And, exactly. You know, who's, t- who's talking? Oh, okay, yeah. shit. Um, and yeah. it's a show that's like... They're trying to make it, like, spooky and mysterious. Yeah, and if you've got to read If you've got to read, that takes me right out of it. Exactly. It's Imagine watching, like, yeah, I don't know, like, any thriller or... Yeah, it takes you out of action. You exactly. want to be watching the picture and, like, being in on the tension without having to... Look down, yeah. up, down, up, down, up. No, I totally, I totally agree. And I've watched 
a few, well, not a few, but I watched that of the Netflix original show, 3%. Yeah. I think that was in Portuguese, if I remember correctly, and I watched that dubbed. Mm. And it, was, it wasn't too bad. Like, they've done really well on these Netflix dubs, I think. Like, they've put a lot of effort into it because they want these international shows to reach, you know, the US and England and Australia, mm. which is cool. They're not betting on where they come from. Yeah. Yeah. Which is great. They want them to be successful, like, no matter where they come from, which is great. Because up until now, like, Amer- a lot of American stuff is dubbed in other languages mm-hmm. and subbed in other languages. Yeah. So, yeah, let's go back. Yeah. <laughs> Pay your dues, get the good stuff. I don't care where it comes from. If you're going to dub it for me, I don't care. Yeah, I love watching shows from other countries because it's always such a trip. Like, it's so different from... Mm. Anything that comes out of from really the like US, the which it's... is what we mostly watch, you know. <laughs> I really like this one because it's creepy, but not like scary creepy. Well, it might get more cre- more scary. It might. I think it gets a bit fucked up actually. Like they meet up in the middle of the woods on like a train track, and everyone's just like, "Yeah, it's fine." Like, go, <laughs> They're not scared. Middle yeah. of the night, we got torches. Go for a fucking walk. Go get some drugs out of this nasty old cave. <laughs> Brilliant. That's fine. Nobody's scared. Nobody's scared. At all. They get to the cave. Cave makes a sound. Fucking run. <laughs> like, <laughs> fucking get out of there. There's none of this, like, oh, I wonder what that is. Let's go well, in. Let's go no. In the cave. They are just gone. Well, they like, might explore the cave later. <laughs> yeah, they might, but, like, I liked it because it wasn't, there wasn't, like, that one brave character who's, like, a throwaway character is going to die episode one or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It was just, like, he had to be disappeared. Mm. But I thought it was good because, you know, like, what are you doing? You wouldn't go in there. There's a cave in the middle of the woods at night. Your torches aren't working. Yeah. And they're just like, and there's a big noise, and someone's going to be like, oh, got to go have a look in the It affects pitch black. the lights, right? Yeah. The, it messes yeah. up the torches so they don't work. Um, the other thing we haven't spoken about yet, which also alludes to time travel, is you actually see that Eric kid that's gone missing is in, in, is in all the... Yeah, the weird, the weird, weird room thing. Yeah, so he's being kept in some white room with just like a bed and TV. Oh, it's a blue room. It's got like weird wallpaper, and they're making him listen to... 80s music. Yeah, 80s music. <laughs> so it's like, okay, is he in the 80s? Has he gone back in time? Mm. And he's in some weird facility in the 80s, apparently. Yeah. If they make a joke about how the 80s is timeless, I'm going to lose my fucking mind. <laughs> <laughs> Just BT dubs. Yeah, it's definitely not timeless. No. <laughs> time has ravaged it. So that'll be really interesting to see what happens. Like, has that little Mikael kid, has he gone to the same place? Has he gone to a different time? Did he fall in a hole? Yeah. Where was... Um, Ulrich, the cop's brother, was mm. he also in that time? Was he in a different time? Like, I just, I'm really interested to see what happens. Yeah, they and raise a bajillion questions, and like, all of it's out. Yeah, Netflix, exactly. Ten episodes, and there's like the chief cop's wife, like she knows, but she's just like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, weird. It's like, why are we doing this? What's happening? You just want to know everything about everyone and why everybody's acting certain ways towards each other, as well as what's in the cave, what's in the room. Yeah, exactly. Where are these people? And there's, like, that crazy old guy who, like, walks down the street. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that And he, like, walks into the meeting and he's like, it's going to happen again, it's going to happen again. And they're just like, all right, crazy man. And he's like, walks outside and he's like, it happened again. And then he just walks away and they're like, what the fuck? There's so many things. Like, there's so much stuff packed into this episode. It's insane. Yeah. I'm just looking through. Like, obviously, we don't really know any of the cast because they're all German actors. Yeah. We haven't really seen them in anything, but maybe some of them are famous in Germany. I'm not sure. Let's pick this top guy. They're not Schweinsteigers, are they? This guy's the cop. Oliver Masuki. Yeah. Oh, he played Hitler in something. Of course he did. (laughs) Looks like Hitler. Yeah, it just looks like he's done a lot of German television and German movies. Yeah. So he hasn't really been anything um, 
American or anything yet, but... Because he's probably a big name. Yeah, he seems pretty cool, actually. I quite like him. Let's see some of the kids here. Oh, that's a little baby that went missing. <laughs> Mikkel. Darn Leonard Liebrenz. These people have such cool names. Maya Sean, Jordis Trobel, Louis Hoffman. Very cool names. Again, they're no Schweinsteigers, but they're... <laughs> Who is Schweinsteiger? The, aren't those, um, that family that are in fucking everything called the Schweinsteigers? The, like, your oh, mate from... No, not Schweinsteiger. Oh. Oh, man. <laughs> He's like my mate. <laughs> He's your from, mate. From True Blood. And then his brother is It, is Pennywise. Skarsgård. Skarsgård. The Skarsgårds. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're a family of actors. Yeah. But they're not German, though. They're, like, Scandinavian or something. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Man, I love those guys. I know you do. Such babes. I did want to talk about one other thing, which I guess kind of goes into our review kind of things. I've read a lot everywhere that everyone's comparing this to Stranger Things, right? Oh, don't. It's like a German version of Stranger Things. Right. And I really don't think there's that much parallel to it, apart from the fact that it's like a group of kids in a town and there's some kind of supernatural thing going on. Mm. But to me, it's got a completely different feel. Yeah. It feels a lot more dark. Yeah. I know Stranger Things is quite dark, but... Oh, no, I just get completely different feels from this. What do you think? So, I was going to leave this to the review part as well, mm. to get annoyed about. But all the reviews, I'm trying to get... It's hard. I think we're going to ditch the funny reviews. <laughs> you know who's not funny? Humans. People who write reviews on things. Yeah, they're apparently they're all dickheads. not as funny as I thought. And I'm not going to spend four hours reading everybody's review for one drunk person, like, smashing their face on the keyboard. <laughs> But essentially, uh, YouTube reviews of the trailer, everybody just says, oh, it's just Stranger Things and It mixed together. And you're just like, so one person wears a raincoat and you're like, yeah, it's It. Oh my God, I didn't even think of that. Yeah, that's all it is. Everyone's just like, oh, it's going to be just like It. You're like, it's not. One guy wears a Where's raincoat. Where's the killer clown? Yeah, one guy wears a raincoat. He's fucking, what, 17? Weird. 16, 17. And it's not like Stranger Things because, again, everybody's 16, 17 and they want to just do drugs. Yeah. And skip school, and they live next to a forest, not <laughs> which is the scary situation. Everything is darker. And like even when he's riding his bike down the street, he rides his bike down the street in the dark, and mm. it's just like the way they like pan the camera around the corner while he's riding is fucking dope. Yeah. But it's like supposed to be scary. Yeah. It's and more Stranger Things. Yeah. And Stranger Things is just like they're not going to be like a hey, child murder. Mm. I've also seen comparisons to Twin Peaks. Yeah. So everyone's saying, oh, it's going to be... I feel like whenever any of these, like, international shows come up and become popular, everyone just straight away, like, jumps on it, like, oh, it's just this, it's just that, it's just a German version. It's just like, no, it's a German show, like, original show that they've come up with. Like, why are you pushing all this stuff on it? Like, yeah, it's nothing like any of those things. It doesn't have a vibe like that. Twin Peaks, nothing weird is actually happening. It's all about the relationships that these people have. Which, like, understandable. And then it's, like, in the background, and it doesn't become a weird thing until, like, way later because yeah. he has, like, a dream about some bullshit. <laughs> but mostly it's normal. Mm. It's just normal shit. And there's these people being like, oh, I'm cheating on my husband with this 18-year-old kid and, like, I don't want him to find out and, like, that, all that boring bullshit. And this is not like that. This is like, oh, my dad killed himself and, like, didn't leave a note, but yeah. his mum stole the note and I didn't know that. And I had to go to therapy for ages because I still see him. I think it's just, like, a comfort thing for people. Like, they have to kind of put their ideas of something else onto it so 
I, it's I, more accessible for them. I don't get it because that makes it sound boring. Because yeah, like it's, it's just not, like it and like strange it's things. Unique. It's just like it and strange things. Like, oh, watch those. Yeah. Why? Why you know, would I want to do that? You know what is all the fucking same? Every American sitcom. Like, <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah. Like, why can't a German production company make a dark thriller show yeah. and not be compared to fucking Stranger Things? Well, these are the same people who said Andy Samberg wasn't funny. <sighs> so I mean, Stranger Things is a great show. Don't get me wrong. I heard a lot of Stranger Things, but mm. it's always just like everything gets compared to what the current in vogue thing is. Yeah. And Stranger Things is so in vogue that everyone thinks that everything's copying it, and it's not. Yeah. I just think, the best way I can describe it, Stranger Things you watch with your kids for your kids. Yeah. Kids dark, don't watch that, yeah. Dark, you don't watch that with kids. No, like, you you see a man hang himself. Yeah, in the first five minutes. Yeah. Two people, have, two children have been kidnapped, and one's found with his eyes burned out. Yeah. No like, uh, that's not strange things. Strange <laughs> things like, oh, there's little, these puppy-like things in a different dim- in a different dimension. It's not, like, yeah, Stranger Things has, is never super violent. No. Gory. There's no, you know, explicit sex or drug use or anything like that. It is a lot more family-friendly show, and I feel like this show is going to be a lot darker and not so family-friendly. Yeah. Exactly. Which I welcome. I enjoy that. Yeah, exactly. So, I don't understand why people have to compare things to get into a weird comfort zone. That's just what people are like. Mindhunter. I actually kind of want to watch that as well. That just came up on this page. I think that would be pretty good. But the way you said it, I thought it was another German show. Mindhunter! (laughs) (laughs) Mindhunter. No, it's about psychological evaluation of serial killers. Oh, yeah, I did see that. Yeah. I think it would be cool. Yeah. Apparently it's really good. All right, let's do some ratings, I reckon. Why not? So, what would you... Give the plot, or you know, the projecting plot. Well, I wanted to watch. As I, soon as it finished, you're like, I want finished. more. I yeah. basically suggested that we don't do it for the podcast <laughs> so we can because watch I wanted episode. to keep watching it. Yeah. Yeah. It's so good. They raised all these questions that I want to know the answer to, and there's questions I don't even know yeah. that I want to know the answer to. Yeah. Exactly. And they built this cohesive world for you, and they made it really easy for you to understand. Mm-hmm. And it's sucked into that world already. Already. It's crazy. So, overarching plot, projecting plot, what would you say? Yeah, projecting plot, like a 10. Yeah, I reckon same. it could be Sick. great. Characters? You didn't even give it a rating for your plot. Oh, sorry. I said 10 out of 10 as well. When? I don't know. I thought it was... <laughs> <laughs> thought it really hard. <laughs> I thought it would just kind of, yeah. <laughs> you didn't have to do it. Yeah. Ask Josh what the ratings are, time. <laughs> I'm just going to, like... Do it telepathically. I'll just do all of my talking telepathically, so it's just you talking to just me, just staring the, at the mic. Just grab the microphone and put it right up to your eye, like it's reading your mind. <laughs> oh, my God. I was listening to this podcast the other day, and it was about this guy who did this trick where he could print Polaroids with his mind. Right. So he'd, like, think of an image, mm. and then he had this little tube thing that he'd put, like, over the Polaroid thing, and he'd just think really hard and be like, oh, i got to print a church or whatever. And it wouldn't work all the time, but then occasionally a Polaroid would print and it would have an image on it. Right. And it was just, like, a trick thing. Like, I think he had, like, a reflective thing inside the tube so that if he angled it correctly and the light got it, he could make some kind of image on the Polaroid. Right. But people just thought he was the best shit. <laughs> so it wasn't just like he but, didn't just have pre No, no. Like it would literally only happen like two times out of 50 photos. He'd get an image. So he just tried to bend the light into the shape of whatever it was he was trying to make. Yeah. And most of the time it would just be blank. And then you'd get these blurred pictures like 
two out of 50 and be like, oh, yeah, that's supposed to be this and would kind of just make right. people think it was what it was supposed to be, even though it was just a blurry image. Right. Yeah, it was really interesting. I love hearing about all those, you know, like charlatans back in the day, <laughs> like all the um, seance stuff. I find that really interesting when you hear about what these people actually did to put on these seances. Yeah. It's amazing. Like the rods in the table thing. Yeah, and just, you know, they'd have people covered in baking soda with water to look like ghosts yeah. and, like, all this crazy... Like, they put so much effort in. Like, obviously, they were making a lot of money out of it, but, yeah, so cool. Until, I love that shit. Till James Randy came along. Like, <laughs> okay, James Randy, what a legend. What are you talking about? James, You remember James Randy? And he's just like that guy who goes around and he's like, oh, if yeah. you can prove that you've got any sort of type I'll of, give you a million dollars. I'll give you a million <laughs> It's like three now. Wow. He's like, yeah, I don't care. And people are like, I can do this. And he's like, okay. And he just comes and fucks him up. Like, some guy's like, I'm magnetic. And he's just like, okay. And he just puts, like, baby powder on the guy. And he's like, all right, now do it now. And the <laughs> yeah. guy's just like, can't do it. Yeah. And the guy's like, I can turn this page with my mind. And Randy's like, all right. And just puts packing peanuts around the book. And he's like, yeah, do it now. Yeah. And the guy's like, I love that. Fuck. <laughs> I really love all that stuff. Like, I'm listening. This is from that podcast I told you about, that Mysteries Abound. Yeah. Where it's just this guy, he talks about so many different things but it's all weird and interesting mysterious stuff so a lot of like ghost stuff like ancient alien stuff just like weird history things i don't know just like weird stuff and it's really interesting because every 10 minutes is a different thing right and you just learn about lots of stuff and it's all mysterious stuff which i love awesome i'd get on it mysteries abound i think it's called i've been listening to hannibal buress's handsome rambler podcast oh have you yep is that good? Yeah, it's real good. If you like weird music <laughs> that's made up on the spot and uh, and Hannibal Buress. Is it all him just like... It's him and his DJ and like a guest and they make like weird music together. So he's just on like... Uh, he's got his voice auto-tuned for parts of it and he like turns it on. <laughs> and they just like make up songs and then he like interviews them as well. For some reason I've got this kind of image in my head of what it would sound like and it's like... You know those Adventure Time songs that Jake sings? They're basically sort of like that. And Finn, like how they've got the auto-tune, they're just like... Ah, ah, ah. Yeah, well, Finn <laughs> eats something that makes his voice like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, That's what I feel like it would sound like. It's sort of like that, but it's Hannibal Buress doing it. Uh-huh. So, like, he sung a song, uh, the last episode I listened to, called Before I Go Poo. Yeah. And it's just he's just like, I like to drink three cups of coffee before I go poo. Ooh. If I take my phone and disappear, you know what I'm about to do. And it's just like all this, and they've got like drums and like a theremin, <laughs> and then him with auto tune. Jeez, man, it's funny. So unnecessary, but also necessary. <laughs> this is what we need in these dark times: comedians just singing about poo. Yeah, that's what you need. Yeah, they do it every day. <laughs> so back to ratings then. Oh, sorry, it went really off topic. <laughs> So that's that was okay. the plot. Characters. Characters. Everybody's intertwined in a really good way, and you can sort of... It was easy to define the characters from just, like, their look and their first actions. Yeah. So say, like, an eight and a half or nine. I'm not invested in I anybody. Feel, yeah, I feel like it's a little bit thinly spread right now just because there was so many characters. Yeah. And there was a lot of action going on, and you didn't really... Especially the kids. Like, I, I don't know shit about the kids. Yeah, but they're supposed to be, like, teenagers, uh, I think. Yeah. As well. But I'm interested to learn about them. So, yeah, maybe a seven, just mm. because it was a bit thin. But I just think the way they're trying to force... 
Like, the, the only reason that kid is the main protagonist is because he spends the most time on the screen. <laughs> like, he's got nothing going. Yeah. He's just like... He's just a shit kid. He's just blank. Blank for the whole thing. And, Mom, we're out of milk! <laughs> and that's like... <laughs> and then otherwise just... Beep, the whole way. And then he sees his dad. And, yeah. like, when he sees his dad, he, like, freaks out a little bit, but he doesn't even, like, yell. He's just sort of like... Well, it's because he's, Eyes been, wider and he's then been run. seeing him for however long, like a year or something. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Of him. I'm just talking about, like, in this episode for mm. this actor, for this character. Yeah. Nothing's going on. Yeah. But he's supposed he's to be, like... mentally unstable. Yeah, he's supposed to be, like, I've been in a mental institution, I've just come out. Yeah. What about... We spoke about this a little bit, how you were talking about the kind of horror movie shots and stuff. Mm. So, like, cinematography, like, the look of it. Oh, it's really good. Yeah, I think it looks really cool. It is very dark, but, again, yeah. the show is called Dark, so I think they're allowed to do that. Yeah, but it's not like... Oh, I can't see shit. Yeah, exactly. It's not like that. But and they're not city. trying to hide things from you. No, no. They're just like, it's dark there. Mm. <laughs> like, it's it's nighttime. Yeah. But it's not like you can't see what's happening and you can't see the, the main stuff. Not like... It's not like, here's a monster. And then you're like, oh, what's the monster? Not like watching Doctor Strange at the Coburg Drive-In. Oh, my... Where you can't see shit. God. <laughs> Have you ever watched a dark movie at the drive Mate, not even... Dark, we watched Finding Dory at the drive and I couldn't see yeah. half the fucking movie. <laughs> and that's, like, fucking mostly bright blue. Yeah. And you can't see Every anything. time there's, like, a dark bit, you just, like, can't see. Yeah. And you're just like, yep, just look at my watch. <laughs> Oh dear. Hopefully I can get out of this. The drive is so good because you can take Maccas and drinks <laughs> and like hang out in your car and you can just do whatever you want while mm. you're watching a movie. But yeah. Can't see anything. Can't see shit. Yeah, so what would you rate it then for cinematography? Cinematography like a probably an eight. Yeah. An eight or same. a nine. It's, I'd say eight. It's really good and they've got some really nice shots and some stuff I haven't seen before. Like what? Well the like the bike around the corner thing, that's something like I haven't seen since like the shining. Yeah, sure. But done, like, really well. And, like, the way that they walk in to frame sometimes is, like, a really old-style uh, horror sort of thing. Yeah. Where it starts sort of below their hip and then they sort of walk past and you see, like, the flash of the flashlight as they go and, like, just, like, really slow pans of scary shit. Like, old scary shit. Also, um, I'd say the sound that comes from the tunnel is quite mm. jarring. But you, what they've chosen you, for that because you don't really know what good. it is. Yeah, you don't. It's not just like a yell, or like a scream, or like a growl, or like it's just a weird, messy noise, mm. and you're just like, what in the shit is yeah, that? Yeah, so chosen <laughs> a really cool sound. Yeah, it's really, great. really smart choice. Because like, usually when they cast sounds like this, they just appeal to your certain senses. So they're like, all right, high pitch this because that like is fear, and then low rumble because like terror and shit. Yeah, and they pick it that way. But for this one, they've gone, like, let's just make it, like, uncomprehendable. <laughs> You're just like, yep, this crazy shit sound. No one's going to know what it is. You're going to be like, oh, that's just, like, a dog barking and, like, a and like some bass over the yeah, top. Yeah, it's something you've never heard. Yeah, they just made up a completely different set, which is a great way to do it. Because it makes you so uneasy. I'm just looking at the director. His name's Baron Oda. Yeah, Baron. Baron von Oda? Baron Bo. Baron mm. Bo Oda. And apparently he's directed this new movie that came out this year with Jamie Foxx. Oh, really? Called Sleepless. Have you heard of that? No. What's going on there? A cop with a connection to the criminal underworld scours a nightclub in search of his kidnapped son. God, that sounds shit. Oh, that sounds so boring. But I might watch it now because... T.I. is in it. 
What? <laughs> what the hell? Tim Connolly. T.I. Yeah, T.I. Like the rapper, right? Yeah, T.I. Yeah, he's in it. He's probably like... Oh, no, that sounds a bit... When was the last time T.I. did anything? I don't know. T.I. Apparently he's in it. T.I. was in Ant-Man. Apparently. And Identity Fit. He obviously loves... um. Oh, no, that's Jason Bateman and Paul Rudd. I always get those two confused. <laughs> Even though Paul Rudd is my favourite. <laughs> I do like Jason Bateman as well, though. What other ratings do we want to do? Went off topic again. That's all right. So there's costuming, but... That's nothing, though. Yeah, it's just like... I accurate. think it would be interesting to see if we've, if we've got time travel shit, mm. what they make all the different times look like with the clothes and the setting and stuff. Yeah, they change it properly. That would be cool. feel like it's not going to be everybody goes to those times. I think it's just from those from those times they just drop people into this time. Like this is present, and then mm, this and is where we are. You'll see flashes of different times, and then people will come out and yeah. in, and yeah. I'm thinking it's going to be more like that. Yeah, I think so too. But that'll be interesting. Yeah. So can we just go in overall? An overall? I want to watch it. Yeah. So for a pilot, it'd be nine and a half. Such a good pilot. For a pilot, nine and a half, because I. Didn't want to stop watching it. Yeah. I seriously question anyone that would watch this and not want to just binge the next episode. Yeah. I don't know how you, how you couldn't. <laughs> no, I don't know. And Netflix is pushing it a lot, so they know. Yeah, yeah, it's on, like, the front page a lot. So, yeah, if you're on Netflix, give it a go, I reckon. When I was looking on YouTube under the Netflix, mm. uh, the trailer for it. Yeah. And I have all these comments, and every good trailer Netflix has gone in. Like, Netflix on YouTube has gone in and, like, hearted. Oh, okay. So they've liked all... Oh, like, right. Not even just like that, like, giving the love heart like... They're really pushing it. ...to all of these positive comments. But they didn't... Anyone who said it was, like, it mixed with Stranger Things... <laughs> no, fuck you. Fuck you. You're a dickhead. <laughs> and I'm just like, good on your Netflix. Fuck them. But they are just going around being... People are like, this is amazing. I sat and watched it in two hours, and then they're just like... It's not the whole season for two hours. <laughs> I, like, I saw a comment like that. I just binged it for two hours, and you're like, you so watch, you watch you watch two episodes. <laughs> and, oh, people are funny. Yeah, it's so funny. And I was like, that's the extreme you picked. <laughs> you know, I'm going to hyperbole the shit out of this. Watched it for two hours. I'm like, <laughs> hmm. Um, that's, <laughs> I think that's more of an allegory about people's attention spans than anything. Oh, yeah. Watched it for a whole two hours. It was crazy. Well, they just thought it was two hours, but they actually, like, just stayed at home for three days <laughs> without eating or showering <laughs> and didn't go to work. And then they're like, oh, shit. Two hours, ten hours, whatever. <laughs> Fucking, who cares? So that was funny. But Netflix has gone around and just loved, like, all of these comments. And I was oh, like. That's awesome. It's good that they're pushing it. I love watching an international show. I'm looking forward to the second season of 3% actually I know I talked about it before but I think that's coming out next year so you did like that I haven't heard you speak about it at all well I watched it really quickly like I watched it in a couple of weeks and you weren't interested so I just watched it like when I was on the way to work and stuff okay really good that's good yeah season two I'm not watching it (laughs) (laughs) you should like it's actually so good I think you'd like it okay do you have anything else to say about Dark? Uh, go watch it. Yeah, I reckon we go chuck those chicken Kievs on. <laughs> chuck on a chicken Kiev. Half price chicken Kievs, no less. Boom. And chuck on Dark. Mm-hmm. Or you want to play Mario? Play Mario until the chicken Kievs are cooked. Oh. Well, you're going to play Mario until you get bored and then you give me the control. And then right. we'll play until the chicken Kiev's cooked. I'll play until it's too hard. Okay, so 
Well, we're new, we've got a new world now. New world to explore. Yay! So. I really like the parts where you can just walk around and collect stuff for a while. <laughs> I don't like it when there's really complicated, puzzly bits and lots of enemies. I just like walking around the open world and ground pounding and getting stuff. And well, we'll go to the shop as well and you can buy a bunch of stuff. Buy a new outfit. Yeah. I like the poncho outfit. I like the scientist lab coat. <laughs> That's probably because I'm a loser. Yeah, right now you've got a lab coat and a cap. Yeah. Lab coat and a snapback. Mm. It's like my life. Better than the bathing suit that you had on before. I didn't buy the bathing suit. It was too much money. What were you in? You mean the swim gear? Oh. It's like that. It's like old-timey, like, striped, oh, like, full-body yeah. swim oh, gear. Oh, I love those. <laughs> They're so cool. <laughs> cool. Cool. <laughs> if you want to contact us, we are on Instagram. Just search Pilot Error Podcast. And we're on Twitter at Pilot Error Pod. Still haven't made that goddamn Facebook page. I feel like you should make it. Yeah. Oh, God. It's too much effort. But we can get likes dropped. What does that mean? People can drop us likes. Oh, God. I don't understand this newfangled child speak. But if, I mean, if you're using one of those newfangled applications on your phone <laughs> to listen to this podcast... You could always give us a five-star rating as well. That would be good. Yeah. Rate and review us and subscribe. Yeah, boy. Bye. Laters. Prost.